French are glad to die for love. They delight in fighting duels. But I prefer a man who lives and gives expensive jewels. A kiss on the hand may be quite continental, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. A kiss may be grand, but won't pay the rental on your humble flat or help you at the automat. Men grow cold as girls grow old, and we all lose our charms in the end. Square cut or pear shape, these rocks don't lose their shape. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Tiffany's. What up, Brie? Oh, I was trying to think of a good response to that. <laughs> and I got a message that let me know that you were recording. So I say, got it. And then you said that. And all my money went out the window. Oh, that's too bad. You could have been like, happy birthday. I know. I'm like, what can I Mr. come up with? President. Which actually isn't even in the movie. I know. What on earth? We are talking about another Netflix film today, Blonde. The story loosely, loosely based on some eyewitness accounts and some Fictionalized. Books and yeah, it's book. a dramatized, dramatized chronicle of the inner life of Marilyn Monroe. And I'm assuming most of the dramatization... A fictionalized chronicle. <laughs> I'm assuming most of the fiction is like all the crazy things that the character Marilyn was seeing during certain sequences. Um, like... How would anybody know that? It's not like she kept memoirs. <laughs> not really. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> gosh, I don't know where to start. I feel like, okay. So this movie is shot in black and white. And I feel like. For half of point, it. Mm-hmm. No, it's all yeah. throughout the movie. It, it, it jumps. It jumps from black and white to color to black and white to color. Right. Right. But not okay. the whole thing in black and white. I didn't say that the whole thing was in black and white. Oh, uh, you made it sound like it. I think we're in a we're in a spat now. I Is feel this like, like fighting. Mercury retrograde? Are we <laughs> I fighting? just learned today that that has an effect on communication. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I digress. Go ahead. <clears throat> You were saying it was all shot in black and white. Go ahead. (laughs) Sorry, my bad. (laughs) So throughout the movie, you get scenes that are in color and scenes that are in black and white. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Mother? You know what? Okay. (laughs) Before we even get any further, this rating on this movie was NC-17. So with that... Oh, yeah, yeah. That is interesting. With that, I think that um, 
Listen up, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, I had to get it out of my system. Spat over. All right, fair enough. So I feel like um, my interpretation, my in going back and like, I didn't like rewatch it, but like mm-hmm. maybe I like rewatched parts. I guess um, I feel as though the symbolism between color and black and white is her life and how it truly was. And then what's in black and white are the pieces that are Mm -hmm. a little bit more fictionalized, whether that is um, someone's interpretation or her like inner feelings, Mm -hmm. Um, because there are many things throughout this movie that are not true there are many things that are not necessarily true as we know it or at least not accurate that's for sure and yes and then there are things that are like baseline childhood childhood Mm -hmm. trauma Mm -hmm. teenage life becoming an actress um life as an actress getting married um her death like there are certain points throughout the storyline um that are true mm-hmm. but i very strongly feel that it's a very important for anyone even considering watching this or anyone who has watched it to walk away from it knowing that like this is a fictional Right. Don't take it. Yeah. It is not a memoir. Like it is it's like fan fiction. It's like it's like Twilight Grey's uh, no not Grey's Nanny. Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, it's like someone's take on I'm gonna write a story about Marilyn Monroe's life. Right. There are certain points in time though, uh in the, the film that are Correct. So like her love triangle she had with Chaplin's son and the, I forget, Cass and Eddie um, was something that was alluded to in tabloids back in the day that may or may not be true, but they were at some point early in her stages involved in their little thruple. Yeah. Her, their little love triangle. Um, But like, uh, was it uh dimaggio she was married to him she was and, and it was for never, a short period of time yeah and they never like it's it's interesting um with the relationships that they do mm-hmm. kind of gravitate towards in this story so yeah she was married to joe dimaggio they don't reference him in this movie so i don't know if that is um because in this movie he's depicted as like a violent abusive husband so they don't name him. They call him the athlete. Um, the only husband that they really reference is Arthur Miller. Right. Which, again, she was actually married to. And it's mm-hmm. too bad because he actually really treated her well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, their relationship was really... like. But her head was way off. Like, yeah, she just couldn't she, handle it. Yeah. And, 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 and whether or not that's true or false, I mean, I don't know. I do feel like... Um, I mean, the information that is out there regarding, I mean, she died when she was like 36. It's like a handful of, not even a handful. It's like a few years older than me. 
Right. That's crazy. Like there's, I can tell you right now that if I died tomorrow, nobody would know anything about me unless it's like posted on social media because I haven't done anything to document my life. I'm not thinking about stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You haven't done any podcasts or anything like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like social media, I guess is like, (laughs) I have a bad example, I guess. Well, you know, whatever. No, Um, no, no. I gotcha. I understand. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, other than like anyone she maybe confided in and like the interpretation of like Mm -hmm. everyone else, but it's also like, when you look at what we know about her like family life and her upbringing and the challenges and trials of that come into like this fame and you know the pains of that like there are some interesting things I mean I did like I was constantly like on the google machine um this entire movie Mm -hmm. I mean it's a almost three hour movie right um some things that really stood out to me there's um the um oh gosh what movie was it that she was in where she sings diamonds are a girl's best friend uh gentlemen prefer blondes yes gentlemen prefer blondes so Mm -hmm. in that movie it is historically accurate that she was paid pennies Mm -hmm. to do that in comparison to her co-stars and like and that's a part of the movie that's also some scenes that are in color um the very beginning of the movie is all about like her really dysfunctional and abusive relationship with her mother growing up as a child because um, right. and her mom very clearly had mental stability issues whatever those may have been there are obviously Mm -hmm. some issues like there's a scene where it shows like she's trying to draw Marilyn right sorry Norma Jean Mm -hmm. um she never knows who her father is so that's something that she's like you know like that's her like her like hope in life is to one day meet her father um other like I don't know like kind of going back to like this NC-17 thing like I remember before the movie came out, there was all this hoopla about like this movie is going to be NC-17. Um, people were talking about the importance of knowing that it's fiction and people were angry. People were like, you know, like, like let this woman like die in peace, like stop trying to like, you know, like, relive like her torture or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and while I understand that, the things that were talked about of like what was going to make this like I'm still to this second trying to understand why this movie was rated NC-17 I mean like they wanted I mentioned it earlier um Grey's the um Fifty Shades of Grey when they when they released that film like they wanted that like the goal was to make it an NC-17 movie which is probably to go in line with the fact that like with this fan fiction like it was like this like soft porn that you were reading so they wanted to like depict that on the screen it ended up being rated r there's a few scenes where it's like okay but like still nothing that i would like i would consider anything that i saw in that movie to be like even like a soft core porn so um, but I think I have a little bit of info on that because the rating itself isn't necessarily because of the softcore porn aspect. 
it comes down to a ratio of not just language, but how many times do we actually see her or anyone naked? And that, see, but but they they use that as a scale. So yeah, but the amount of time happen that often. We saw that actress's boobs a lot in that film. I don't know what film you were watching. Every time I turn around, I'm like, oh look, there's her. You see Amelia Clark's boobs <clears throat> in one episode of season one of Game of Thrones than you do right. in this movie. There are um, no dicks in this movie. Well, that depends in I mean, look at that move that Cass did right in that letter pretending to be her father. <laughs> true, That's kind true, of a true. dick move. <laughs> but, you know, now I'm going to, like, because of that scene, I'm going to take back my black and white versus color because that scene was in color and that never happened. I mean, right. maybe, maybe he really did, um, maybe he did pretend, maybe, like, he, like, had hatred for her and pretended to be her father that she, like, longed for. Maybe that's true. But okay. that came upon his death, and he died years after she did. Here's the way I viewed the color versus black and white. Color was Norma Jean trying to cope with Norma Jean issues. The moment it felt like it shifted to black and white is when she went into Maryland mode. Mm, no, because there's black and white in the beginning when she's a kid. Like when they're taking her to the orphanage. Or maybe the black and white is her escaping out of her her Norma Jean-ness trying to find an escape. Because maybe. at some point, the second half of the film, especially the scene where she's at home after her split, which we assume from Arthur, after after that split occurs and she's by herself, there's a scene where she's at home in bed and she hears a noise and there's someone oh yeah, yeah in yeah. there and mm-hmm. i'm sorry but if you also look at the scene there is clearly someone in her in bedroom. her bedroom mm-hmm. freaky like mm-hmm. i mean at that i'm like am i watching a trent reznor nine inch nails video at this point <laughs> gone that way for filming help um, me well then when she goes to gets taken to the doctor's office what clearly looks like an abortion clinic they're about to abort you know her third kid this time around i think it's um, her well one is a but, miscarriage but i think that one's, well i think there's that only one two was, abortions but i think that one was a miscarriage as well because when she wakes up and she's just like you know in bed and you she lifts the sheets and clearly there's blood right, on her blood lower everywhere. half I wonder then if it was like if the abortion feeling was like a dream or like a nightmare or reminiscent of the right. abortion that they allude to in the beginning and that maybe it really was a miscarriage in real life but like in her dreams it wasn't right I mean her head definitely goes to a different place every mm-hmm. time she's either on a substance or she's just snapping in general and mm-hmm. i i feel like she used marilyn as an escape from all that to justify 100%. yeah to justify her actions but she but again, also hated marilyn at least in the movie right yeah uh and then how about that creepy scene where she's going up to the theater and the paparazzi and the people all around screaming her name and the faces become all wide the mouths get wider did you did you see I'm that in the black and white scene? Wow. Oh, it's freaky. That's 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 the kind of shit that gives you nightmares. That type <laughs> of stuff. You just you people who are like ah, and then all of a sudden their mouths just get bigger, like unnaturally bigger. 
Interesting. Like everyone, the paparazzi, all of them. But yeah. she's the whole time. She's just like, I love you all. And I'm like, yeah. all right. And that's yeah, something I was surprised they didn't use the happy birthday, Mr. President. Well, so, considering the scenes that they had with the quote unquote president, they didn't name him by name, but he right. looks like John F. Kennedy and they call him president. Right. Um, that is something too that I think a lot of people were extremely sensitive about, mm-hmm. um, which could be something that um, could give it that NC-17 rating, but at the same time, like, sorry, I just like, I chuckled and I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to sound like I was laughing because um, I'm not, but that scene, um, I mean, it's all over the internet, so I feel like I can just say it. It alluded to, like, I'm gonna say it that he forced her to give him a blowjob. Well, because yeah, that's really I mean, how it that went. wasn't that wasn't alluded to. I mean, like you physically watched him grab her head, and that's your NC seventeen rating. And it alludes to, I guess, from a that kind of situation, like that perspective too, was rather graphic for a typical movie i mm-hmm. suppose you that's fair because you um, see but he see like her face ends up, yeah her, and her you face see is the top framed. of her lips right you can see her, her hand, hand really close but her mouth is stretched and it makes yeah. gives you the illusion that she is clearly giving him a blowjob that's your nc-17 rating right there that's fair and then from that scene, though, what I was going to say is he like grabs her face and the scene ends. So it leaves you right. with the impression that he has raped her. Um, right. But that in particular, I wouldn't give it an NC-17. I mean, I understand. I understand the previous discussed, but. You know, you're right. I think that's what it is. I think that's I think that's what did it. Right, because even in the the bizarre love triangle scene with Eddie, Cass, and Marilyn, everything's blurry. Uh, everything's blurry, and yeah, you see her nipples a whole lot, and a lot of things are. It's funny. It's like the blurry back in the day when cable used to be scrambled, and like you know, if you're younger, you're like, "What's this?" And you see that scrambled channel, <laughs> and it's like the softboard channel. It was kind of like that. I don't remember TV cleaner. like that when I was a kid. <laughs> That's right. I, it's because I'm old. It's back in the day when HBO had a box and you had to put an antenna on your roof just for anyways. <laughs> but um yeah. Um okay, I mean, yes, I would say that this movie overall is probably not for the faint of heart. I still wouldn't give it NC 17. Like I think that it's I would you're, leave it NC-17. But I, you're I don't not, know why I'm so hung up on that. You're not showing that movie in that scene on regular, even just cable TV. Like yeah, but there's not. plenty of stuff that you wouldn't show on regular cable TV, and it's still not an NC-17. I can't think of any offhand. I'll say it again, Game of Thrones. That would never be on regular cable TV. I mean, I remember when um, American Horror Story first came out. Mm-hmm. And it was on FX, which has turned into like FXXX now. <laughs> no, for real. Like there yeah. are FXXXX and it's, and I feel like it's because, I mean, there's like, there's a scene in particular. I mean, it, like, I feel like that's what first pushed the envelope. Well, 
first push the envelope from a sexual standpoint of what is and isn't accepted to be on TV. But like right. FX used to be like sci-fi. Right. Now there's a sci-fi channel and FX is like, get your sexy TV that you can't get on TBS <laughs> anymore. You know, like I, <laughs> that's like, like they're like that show in particular, like there's this scene where she's like sitting in a room with her legs spread open and, I'm pretty sure they say the see you next Tuesday word multiple times. Mm. Well, uh, Game of Thrones, I don't I don't, know. I don't think but that Game would of never Thrones, be on cable TV ever. But, but Game of Thrones isn't gonna get rated NC seventeen ever, even if they had shown well, no, ex- it's gonna get rated sex. HBO. <laughs> it's gonna get rated M for mature because it's a right. series viewer discretion advised but it's not it unless they're going to go the route of an actual movie but um even if they went the route of an actual movie and it's still be on hbo they'd still give it an m rated m you, for mature have you been watching uh house of the heck Dragon? yes heck, heck I'm, yes i'm behind i'm behind i've only seen That's like the first three episodes but so far i really like it yeah but <laughs> i mean back to blonde um if you love Marilyn Monroe and you idolize her, this is not the movie for you. Correct. If um, tough subjects are difficult for you to talk about or to see, this movie is not for you. Um, from an entertainment standpoint, I wouldn't necessarily call this movie entertaining. I don't fathom that I would ever sit down and watch it again. But mm-hmm. for me, it was worth watching the one time. That being said, the the um, reimagination, the ability to recreate specific movies, specific photos, specific moments, um, to recreate Norma Jean and Marilyn Monroe, like holy crap, they achieved that. It is it was on point. Incredible yep. what they've mm-hmm. done. They cast Adrian Brody as Arthur Miller. Amazing. I couldn't Mm -hmm. think of someone better to cast. Um, They cast... Shoot, I just lost my train of thought. There was something else that I was really impressed with from a casting standpoint. Whoever they cast as JFK, or sorry, the president, because again, they don't let us (laughs) say that it's JFK, um, Damn, he looks like a young John F. Kennedy or even a Bobby Kennedy. So they did a yeah. really good job with that too. Agreed. Um, I was just looking up to see who they pulled in. Oh, it doesn't show me here. Uh, I, I agree. The casting, I think, was spectacular. The recreation of the scenes... Um, also good. I had to look it up because I'm like, is she actually singing the song Diamond Zero Girls Restaurant? But she didn't. Okay. Uh, That's a good call because but she, she performed really, it. Yeah. It was flawless. I was yeah. like, wow, that was really good. I mean, yeah. I mean, her just her tone and the 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 sexiness that she held when she was Marilyn mm-hmm. is like. I obviously I wasn't alive back then. So everything for me are mm-hmm. that I have to go off of are photos and 
uh, movies. And I, I was, I was incredibly impressed just from an acting standpoint and a um, casting and costuming. I'd like 10 out of 10. Now storyline and writing, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I got a 6.5 because people are, again, like if, if these certain topics don't sit right with you. And I mean, realistically, they don't sit right with anyone, but if like to the point where like you can't, you know, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Cause it well, sounds it, like I'm a IMDb, IMDb actually gave it 5.6, which I thought was a little harsh. I think it was um, very harsh. I, I would have put it closer to about uh, like a six and a half, seven. It it, it was solid. That's, yeah, that's fair. But I think it depends too on what, um, you know, what are you judging it on? Are you judging it on like, oh my gosh, it's a train wreck because, you know, this didn't happen. Well, again, it's not advertised as being a Fact. nonfiction portrayal. Mm-hmm which kind of blows my mind but like all of those all of those movies that were shown in the in in that film kind of the clips Uh um like some like it hot uh let's see uh i don't know did they show anything of the seven year itch i don't remember um how to marry a millionaire no i don't uh, niagara niagara was niagara definitely was in, in there, there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like and, right in the beginning of the movie and gentlemen prefer blondes all of those films most of those films you can actually watch if you have hbo max on the tcm hub um they have them and partially because tcm which i've said before i watch quite a bit of uh they were doing um was it uh movies under the stars for the summer and Marilyn at some point was one of the stars featured and all of those films were shown like in one specific night, which was kind of yeah. cool. All about Eve. Some like it hot. Don't bother to knock Niagara and gentlemen prefer blondes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Niagara is an interesting film, <clears throat> uh, but uh I don't know. I like I I wasn't a huge Marilyn fan, but I thought the biopic, the fictionalized biopic was interesting. It was it was worth the uh, the one time sit through. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that like you overall anyone listening, like you know if this is a movie for you to watch or not. I think that again, like if you can appreciate an artistic viewpoint of something. Yeah. It's it's worth mm-hmm. a single watch. Um, I would agree with the six, 6.5 rating um, just because if you're going to create something like this, that, you know, um, if the people who are portrayed in this movie were alive today, mm-hmm. it would be lawsuits up the lawsuit. I wouldn't be shocked if um, some of these families don't come out and and say that this paints okay. their family or that particular family member in like a negative light. Um, I, I'd it, be shocked if someone doesn't try to pull that to be completely but, honest. You know, the defense on that's immediately going to be, well, we advertise it as a fictionalized mm-hmm. portrayal. Sure. So, um, alrighty then. <laughs> on that sure. note, anything else you want to add on this one? 
No. No. <laughs> All right, fair no. enough. No. Well, thank you uh, again for listening to the Red Carpet Cafe. I am one of your hosts, Eric Root. And I am your other host, Rita. And remember that uh, Red Carpet Cafe is a member of the Be Kind Rewind podcast network. You can find us on the web at bkrpn.com. And have a good night, Daddy. But beware when they start to descend. It's then that those louses go back to their spouses. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. I've heard of affairs that are strictly platonic, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. I think affairs that you must give with Sonic are better bets. If little pets get big baguettes, time rolls on, and youth is gone, and you can't straighten up when you bend. But stiff back or stiff knees, you stand straight at.